Welcome to the Wonderland. A podcast with coaches Amanda Jones and Alex Linares. Listen in as they drop down the rabbit hole to explore reality, suffering and awakening. Leave your worries and fears behind and get ready for a taste of the Wonderland. Welcome to episode 29 of The Wonderland, Get Lost. I will start with a quote from a book called The Lost Bookshop. And it says, in a place called Lost, strange things are found. And this quote (laughs) came to me via text message from you, Amanda, uh, after I sent a bit of an SOS message uh, that I was... uh, with a gif really that said what is happening (laughs) it was all very dramatic and um it it really is and and this was 20 less than 24 hours ago so it's still really fresh and kind of interesting to be talking about it like it happened years ago Uh, but uh it's just really this that, that those are the only words i could put to it that i felt lost and and you sent that quote even before you knew that that was the word that was coming up for me, which was the the really powerful thing that kind of snapped me out of orbit for of that thinking and that spiral for a second. And I guess I'll start with what it means and what it feels like right now to feel lost. And it it's really kind of waking up and and feeling like those the motivations that I had for doing, saying, showing up, they're not there. They're not there. The 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 promise um, of why I'm doing what I'm doing or or the perceived effort going into things, whether that's work or family or and and as I describe that and I write it down, it it can almost sound like depression oh i'm i'm not motivated or i don't see the point or and there was this kind of heaviness to it when i started realizing it like oh there's just almost this like thick honey molasses feeling to life right now moving really slowly and it feels a bit aimless and and then i realized like oh i felt like this before and and not the the that I felt lost, but this feeling that what was doing it for me before is not doing it for me now. And this came with something simple, like like drinking. For me, I was never a big drinker. It wasn't, you know, a big deal in my life. And then one day it just came up. Like I don't really feel like drinking anymore. It's not and I went and then a while later I had a drink. And that drink was just bubbles and a chemical taste to it. And there was nothing beyond that. There was no grasping. There was no, ooh, I want more. And that was really scary. Mm. To see something that my system seemed to enjoy and get something out of and want more, that space, that space that opened up that had no 
wanting and no promise and not motive, like no movement into more was frightening for a little bit. Okay. Cause I was just going to say when I was, I've been smiling as you've described this, this, and then you said it was scary. And I was like, Oh, what? (laughs) As I wish people would have seen your face. Yeah. (laughs) You have to share that. You were like, wait, what? It was scary. But that's like, that is exactly what happened yesterday. And that's why I reached out and, and why getting that kind of getting out of orbit and being disoriented, which was a word I used. And I reached out to a, a, another dear friend of mine. And that was what what she pointed out. She was like, oh, look at how many times you've used the word disoriented and not finding. And I was like, do you see, do you, can, can you see that what you're trying to find is a center to this? It's a a a, a, a direction you're trying to, and that just made all the difference. And and when your quote came my way about lost being a place where strange things are found, I read that as being ready for strange, being ready for new in such a way where no motivation that I've had, no aspiration that I have, I've had in my life had any relevance. Yes. It was just wide open into the strangeness of whatever this mystery thing is. Oh my gosh. So that's so interesting that motivation or the absence of motivation equals lost until now. That's because, you know, logically it, it makes sense that lost would be felt in the absence of motivation. But wait a minute. Why? What makes us assume that motivation is the undercurrent of, uh, you know, is the engine for anything to happen? That's an assumption. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, when I think of the word motivation, I think of movement, right? Kind of a rude word. And when I think of movement, I think of direction, accomplishing, you know, getting to. And that came up to be seen in a different way. Like the very concept of going towards something, right? Of there being movement in any way was what came up to be seen differently. And realizing, you know, this this is kind of a reference to to the previous episode of the now, right? The now not being a place in time or place in space. There is this kind of free fall feeling mm-hmm. onto it that has no direction. And and at first it was felt disorienting and negative and scary and as as the, just the concept of free fall does, right? And then you know, this is a quote and, and I don't, I'm not going to repeat it. I'm sure you you remember it. You probably have it on hand, which is that the the only problem with free falling is if you think there's, you're going to hit the ground at some yeah. point, right? And then realizing that lost is that openness, that's where the ground disappeared. Yes. My experience for, yeah, in, in a big way. And in a freeing way. Absolutely. Yeah. So what I hear when I think of motivation is motive. 
or like the promise. Mm-hmm. The, the assumption that a motive must be a requirement to stave off a feeling of being lost. Mm. But yeah. being lost is, is, that's where the strange things are found. If, if the mind can settle a bit in the falling, knowing there's no ground, then something's revealed. Some sort of strange, I don't know, sense or revelation is revealed. But the lack of motive is not, is not the problem that, that we assume it to be. It doesn't equal lostness in a bad way. It equals lostness in a discovering wonderland way. Yeah. And it was so interesting because it was with with certain clients or sometimes when we're people enter this conversation, one of the biggest concerns that comes up really early on is like, well, if I if everything is just thought and you know, I have no control of what's happening, what's arising, how am I ever gonna get out of bed? How am I ever, how's every, anything going to get done? And, and it's really a very real fear for a lot of people that, that being in, in the quote unquote flow means that they're just going to get bounced around. And, and what I realized and, and came up when you were describing what comes up for you for the, for motive and, and that concept is that motive is only an attempt at describing a, the our perception of a movement towards something right that's happening yes. on its own right so yes. like yes. it's not a pre it's not a requirement and it's not a prerequisite for anything to become known or perceived or part of the experience like every other concept is just a a reflection on on what's been um kind of grasped by the mind or kind of understood it's an after the fact description it's not an understanding. So what I what I see right now as we're talking through that is that maybe what's being seen is that not that motive is not necessary, is that it's irrelevant, right? Like it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I think being necessary or not gives it a lot of credit. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of a tangible form, like it's really irrelevant in the, in what is happening and, and to see that it's, it's just so interesting to see how everything is happening and everything is moving and all these, all these things that we think we, we need to have to, to be safe or to support us along the way or to know in order to move into or towards or whatever direction our, our brain wants to have as an anchor. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not there to be in with. It's all just yeah. happening on its own. It's like the, um, sportscaster calling a game. I mean, I'm not a sports ball person. So I, but I've heard, <laughs> I've, I've heard uh, you know, that they, they're calling the game and we could say that that's, uh, that's an irrelevant piece of the game. The game's still played. They're, they're still playing on the field, whatever they're doing. And the, the narration of what's happening and the, you know, ascribing motive to this move or that move or that shot or whatever 
is irrelevant to the game itself that's already underway. Yeah. But if we think that we need to, we need the narrator in order to play the game, that's where that question of, but if I don't, if I, if I just relax and whatever, go into the flow, I'll never do anything. And what's, what's interesting about that and, and kind of that analogy is that we, there may be this perception that, that there is something solid that is either doing or not doing, right? That, <laughs> yes. right. So, so I think that's an interesting thing to investigate, right? Like there's a Why is that, that so needs- funny? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Because I, 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 as soon as that came out of my mouth, I didn't realize that there is this kind of assumption that, oh, there's a me that's either doing this or needs to stop trying to do. There's a stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. Um, What? Where did, where, no, where, where, where does that happen in nature? Stopping and starting. (laughs) And it's just so interesting to see that that lostness is not losing what's happening it's not losing the experience it's what it's what it what seems to dissipate is the center right the center from where things are felt or where things are initiated and and Uh, dreamt and desired and and then there is just the wanting and the desire and the movement and the the dream. Um, that doesn't go away. No, but the assumed center that is assumed to be doing all of that drops. Yeah. And the mind calls that being lost. Well, yes, mm-hmm. it's gone. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a quote by Alan Watts that I I really like and he says waking up to who you are requires letting go of who you imagine yourself to be and what I I love about this quote is and it changes every time I read it it changes a little bit for me what what is meant by that but the feeling of lostness for me is coming up as I've hit the edge of my imagination of who I am and who I need to be in this life. Mm-hmm. My conditioning, my background, my gender, my social status, my everything. You've, you've run right up to the edge. And there's no, <laughs> there's... I, I've, it feels very much like I don't have any more mile markers on this one to tell me, to locate me. Um, as an individual who needs to be a certain way and and that that is what my system and my brain conceptualizes as being lost and and it, it twenty four hours later it feels like a beautiful thing yeah yeah I'm picturing right now this, uh, a girl running through the city. She keeps running, running, running past the buildings and everything. And suddenly she comes to the the border and there's an open field. And there's no more markers. There's no more landmarks. There's just open field and flowers and um, open space that that isn't doesn't have any um, objects pointing back at her. No. So I'll I'll close with. 
what we opened with. I think that's that's a beautiful a beautiful place to to be um, in a place called lost. Strange things are found. This has been the Wonderland podcast. If you'd like to explore further with Amanda or Alex, visit Amanda's website at uncoverispace.com or Alex's website at kanemacoaching.com. <laughs>